Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, we are here with another episode of Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. <laughs> and we are here with our beautiful, divine goddess, sister, Nike Oria. Hello. Hello. How are you doing today? We are doing well. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for this, personally. I've been looking forward to this for a while. <laughs> How about you? I'm doing okay as well. I had to get into my masculine now, and now I'm ready to get into my feminine side. So, oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. Nice. Well, when we had you on last, Nike, everyone was like, loved it, just loves your energy. Lo- like, I feel like there's just like a huge Nike fan club out there right now. I just, I like see other people like posting about you. Everyone going, I love her so much. And so we feel, we feel honored that we are going to have you here for the whole month. Um, talking about divine feminine wisdom, which we all could use so much education and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right now. So, but also I think you just represent magic to me. Like I, I, every time I, like we talk or every time we do conversations or whatever the case may be, I just, I love your magic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Taylor Fisher is watching. She says, look at these babes. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Um, <laughs> well, Nike, we're, we're going to hand over the reins to you. You, 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 can, you are a teacher. So. This is your show. We're just watching it, Nike. Yep. Go for it. Okay, yeah. So um, yes, I really tap into the divine feminine. I actually am a divine feminine coach. um, And I work with people to tap into their feminine side, because a lot of times our feminine side is neglected, and we're usually in our masculine, Mm. Um, especially in being in a masculine society. And especially if you grew up in the US specifically, a lot of the things that we were taught to do in order to integrate in society is to be more on the masculine side and kind of push down our femininity. So I'm so excited to be here today, because especially with all the current events going on, this is the time to really work on our femininity and those traits and to nurture it so we could also use that as a collective to help Mm. heal. Mm -hmm. And so thank you so much for having me on. I feel so connected to Enderbloom and I'm so excited that we get to do this work today. Yeah, us too. I can't wait. Yeah. And your lipstick is very feminine today. I love it. I don't know if it's intentional with the, the subject that we're talking about, but it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just like, so I, I'm, I'm the type of person that I am very feminine, and I like to tap into my family, femininity, but I'm also pretty masculine. And it's just like, whatever energy I want to embody is kind of where I try to 
put out as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. I was definitely trying to get in my femininity, especially in my receival mode, especially for today. Um, and doing this podcast, we're going to get into the energy of receiving, which is one of the hardest things to do in terms of our femininity. A lot of us are having a hard time receiving. Um, and so I'm really glad that we get to touch on that today. But before even getting into that, I just wanted to give your audience a clear understanding what divine femininity is and how it can show up in our lives and how it can help us with everything that we really want to do and everything that we want to create. So uh, divine feminine and divine masculine are the divinities within all of us. And we also have toxic masculine and toxic feminine Mm -hmm. but today we're not really going to talk about the toxicity because (laughs) (laughs) there's so much around us right now and we really just want to hone into getting into our femininity and nurturing our femininity rather than giving um, any attention to the toxic right now even though that's important later down in the line it's first important to really nurture our femininity because she has been Um, put down so many times and ignored so many times. So really we want to let her know that's okay to come back out of her shell. Um, And every single person can do this. Any individual, regardless of gender or gender Mm -hmm. identity has a feminine side and a masculine side. And sometimes we think of it in terms of society, the terms that society has told us, like boys must be masculine, girls must be feminine. If you're not like that, then there's something wrong or you have to act like you are like that. And so with the femininity that we're talking about today and the masculinity that we're going to sometimes touch on, it really has to do with the qualities and characteristics rather than what boundaries that society has given us. Mm -hmm. That's why there's so many different types of people out there. That's why we're not in a mold where everyone acts the same way (laughs) because it's not this stereotype that people have made it out to be it's really the characteristics um to connect with each other and to co-create with each other so i'm really excited to do this with you guys and we're actually going to do a couple of exercises to really get into our femininity as well that the audience can do too so we're all co-creating together oh i'm excited we love exercises (laughs) awesome Um, So I also wanted to touch on divine feminine traits specifically that I wanted to talk about uh, during the series because there's so many different traits like, yeah, feminine, woman, we're bomb. Um, (laughs) So there's so many great things, but there's specific traits, especially that we can tap into now that also make it so that we can implement it in our every single day because everything that we work on, we want it to be integrated in our everyday life. That's the whole point of coaching, right? Yeah. So um, some divine feminine traits that we're really going to tap into is empathy, mm-hmm. vulnerability, mm-hmm. humility, patience, collaboration, inclusiveness, creativity, being nurturing, embracing others and yourself, and enhancing your own self-worth and other self-worth, which is crazy because specifically these things are everything that the world needs right now. And so if we can tap into this ourselves on an individual level, it's crazy the amount of magic we could do as a collective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And so these are traits that we're really going to focus on because one, they're much needed for us as an individual, but they're also much needed for the world right now. Yeah. And in order to really tap into this, we need to be in the energy of receiving because a lot of our femininity comes from our, either our womb space or our chakra. Regardless You're the of gender. second person to bring up the womb space. Oh, really? I'm yeah. all about the womb space. I think that's where a lot of our power comes from and our creativity comes from. Mm. And for some people, they don't have a womb space. They have a sacral chakra. It's the same thing. It's the same place. Regardless of gender, we could all work on that area in order to tap into all these qualities. Mm. And so... The easiest way to do this is to nurture our womb space because for so long, for a lot of us, and especially for women or people who identify as women, that has been a trauma-filled area. Hmm. I was just about to say, like, I feel like so many, like, there's not one woman I know that doesn't have an issue with that area of their body. Like, Mm -hmm. whether it's something that happened or it's literally, like, they just hate that area of their body. And there's so Mm -hmm. much negative Mm -hmm. energy towards it. Yeah, which is so crazy because that's literally where our creativity comes. Like, we create in that area. Mm -hmm. And if we want things to start flowing, we have to nurture that area and let it know that it's okay to be everything that it wants it to be. Mm. I get this um, feeling as we're talking about it, about posturing. Is there like a specific posture that you know, like your womb space is, is blocked or closed off or, cause I would imagine that it would be guarded with many people because it, you get that sense of it not being safe to nurture this womb space and things of that nature, so. Yeah, you notice a lot of times people like crouch over. Mm, like I'm like doing right now. It. Yeah. But like sometimes people, if they're really confident, you see they like straight in their back. Mm-hmm. Or something I've noticed, especially with my coaching clients, is the coaching clients that I have that have the most trouble with their womb space don't like to dance. Mm. Huh. They don't like to open up that area and like let loose. Interesting. Which is interesting too, because like I feel like people who don't like to dance, because I was one of those people for a while. Like it's it feels unsafe to like move your hips. It feels very yeah. unsafe, like scary. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're. I don't know why it feels scary. It just feels scary for some reason. You're showing too much of yourself, or you're. Mm-hmm. It's well, very I, vulnerable. I personally yeah. get the idea of, and I don't want to go off on it on off on this subject, but I get the idea like when you move your hips, I have that old wound wound of you don't want to ask for trouble. You know what I mean? Like mm. almost like it's the the woman's fault if you move your hips too much and you get violated in some way, which I logically understand is not the situation, but it's that old wound of, well, she was asking for it or mm-hmm. that inviting attention. Yeah. Inviting mm-hmm. unwanted attention. Yeah, and see, even with the simple act of dancing, Mm -hmm. you're already protecting an area that has been hurt without realizing it. That's why sometimes when you dance, you just feel like free and open. Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of people dance when no one else is watching. Like when no one else is watching, you have a really good song. You dance like there's like you're on stage (laughs) and there's, there's like millions of fans like 
cheering you on (laughs) because you don't have to guard yourself. You don't have to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. And so you feel like it's, it's, you're able to really work through that creativity energy that you're just allowing to flow. Mm -hmm. So I love talking about like dancing, twerking. That's a whole other thing. Like you could tap into so much. I have tried (laughs) it so many times and I just feel like it's not going well for me. Okay. (laughs) It's not as though I have nothing to twerk because I feel like I've got something back there, but it's, I've watched step-by-step videos and it didn't go well. And me, I was, well, I was just going to agree with you and say like, I, for the longest time was like, I actually don't physically think that my body's going to do this. I just don't think (laughs) it's going to happen. But then recently I, when was this? This was like a couple months ago. I was actually like doing more work on like this, on my femininity and, and stuff like that. And I was dance. I, I do a lot of dance workouts. And I was dancing once in, in Nike, like you said. I was home alone, and I just start dancing and like doing my thing. And then I, and I was doing some twerking or like what I thought was twerking. And then I noticed I'm like, <laughs> wait, I can move this part of my body that for so long I literally felt like I could not. Like it was one piece that wouldn't move, you Bend know, the right way. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't kind of separate in the way that I wanted. And um, so all of a sudden it felt like it kind of like freed up and I was like, oh, and it was interesting correlating with like the work that I was doing. So uh, I, went, I went to a stripper class. A pole yeah, dancing class. Pole dancing class. <laughs> I'm, excuse a me, that's offensive. Class. I'm sorry, not a stripper <laughs> class. I went to a pole da- <laughs> dancing class. That's extremely offensive. I'm so sorry. I don't think and, it's offensive. It just meant something else well, that you were I about mean, to like, become a stripper, which is here, fine. Yeah. <laughs> here's what I feel like. There were legit strippers in that class, okay? Yeah. They mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. They looked great. They had the heels. Like, it was no joke to them. This was, this was their thing. And I felt like the biggest jackass in that class. I, this other girl next to me fell and thank God for her because her and I were just laughing and feeling so stupid. But if it wasn't for this woman, I would have been like, I'm leaving because I, I, it was in that moment that I realized this makes you so uncomfortable that you need to do this more often. Mm-hmm. And even, even that uncomfortability, like people right now with all the things that are going on, they're like, I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I now know because I feel uncomfortable, this is something I have to work on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's receiving the help or it's receiving the knowledge that mm-hmm. helps us with that uncomfortability until we have to get uncomfortable again. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Yeah. By, the by the way, people on Facebook are going, Christina Fox says, hi. Tammy Lip says, hi, babes. Uh, Taylor says, oh my God, I've done a pole dancing class. Actually, it's an insane workout. Alicia says, pole dancing is so incredible and you get so strong. Although I've looked up some stripper classes too. Yeah, girl. Get it. Um, My legs were so bruised after that class that it was, yeah, it was a tough one for me to go back to. You respect strippers after that. Yeah. You respect them big time because that is more than gymnastics. Like what's going on there? The instructor was funny because she's like, come on, ladies, we need a new BMW today. And I was like, Like, it was just like what she was saying was really funny. Okay. We're off track. Reel me back in. 
<laughs> no, that was perfectly on track on track because we were talking about receiving and we received all this like things that we could connect to. So that was it's we're on track. We're on the right path. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, um so even within that, we tapped into our creative space being used. Mm-hmm. Um and for a lot of us, our creativity, our creativity comes from our womb space and our sacral chakra. And um, I also always like to start with creativity because it's easy to foster creativity. Mm-hmm. You could do a lot of different things um, until you find your own mode of creativity that you love doing. Uh, there's a lot of things like arts, for example, if you want to start getting creative, just paint some watercolors and paint some things or get some coloring books and start to color. Um, And so nurturing our creativity and working with our womb space is one way to really connect with our femininity and then develop the other things um, that we, and other characteristics that we want to develop and work on as well. But we're actually gonna tap in together on what is your feminine self? Because also with femininity and divine femininity specifically, um, like for me, for example, I really only connect with goddesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm intuitive and I'm psychic and I connect with goddess energy more so with, than with any other energy. And goddess energy is like the epitome of like femininity right like those goddesses look amazing Mm -hmm. they have long lashes hair they have amazing bodies like even the mermaid goddesses are underwater with a full face of makeup i don't know what (laughs) makeup they're using they have special mermaid makeup it's fine special like sealant or something (laughs) that would be such a good marketing campaign just saying if someone has like um, a waterproof line I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, Nike, you exactly. should make that goddess makeup, mermaids. <laughs> mermaids underneath the water. Wow, that's a million dollar idea. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, we have ideas of so many goddesses doing so many amazing things. And then we have like even goddesses courses, like tap into your inner goddess. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of us, that idea is like so beautiful, but we're, we don't connect with it because right. that's not us. Like we're on this earth to be humans and we're very human. Yeah. And yep. so... Sometimes it's almost like it puts it on a pedestal that we'll never reach. Mm. And instead of trying to embody goddesses who are like entities, they're like up there, like doing crazy, amazing things. (laughs) We need to ground ourselves in the earth and the physical and tap into the part of our femininity that we recognize in Mm. ourselves. So it's going to be different for every single person. This is why it doesn't matter what gender you are because we're focusing on the traits. So for example, if I want to tap into divine femininity, it could be what society has as a structure. Some people are like, when you wear a dress, it's flowy, it's beautiful. You feel very feminine. Some people, that's how they feel feminine. Mm -hmm. That's great but it doesn't have to be stereotypical feminine features or characteristics to make us feel feminine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. For someone, it could be running a marathon. Hmm. When they connect to their femininity because they say love to collaborate, right? It could be that before, because they're preparing for the marathon, they're getting a group that they wanna run with and prepare Mm -hmm. for. 
Mm-hmm. And then when they're doing the marathon, they feel really, really connected to the collaboration because there's so many people who are there supporting them. They see people like passing out wa- water bottles, to co-create with them, and they feel strong and they mm-hmm. feel like they're nurturing their bodies and they're completely honoring themselves by doing something that may be challenging, but has them connecting with the divine feminine trait of collaboration. Mm-hmm. So that could be their divine feminine self. That's their feminine self them running a marathon that that reminds me a lot of what's going on right now like with protesting like not maybe necessarily like the physical exert I mean kind of the physical exertion but like just the collaboration of like everyone working together and everyone like and being a part of that and the strength you feel Mm. yeah exactly and so finding your feminine self or refining her as I should say because we've all connected with her throughout our whole lives is picking a trait that you really resonate with or a trait that you want to start cultivating more. Mm -hmm. And thinking back, I kind of call it like unblocking, thinking back, going either in, it could be your inner child, childhood, teenage years, whenever. It could be a week ago, a month ago, years ago, tapping back into that memory where you felt the most feminine. So if I really wanted to nurture my creativity, I would tap into the t- the time I felt the most creative. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you all a secret? Yes. Yeah. So I have my crystal shop and I, ha- I sell crystal earrings. Mm-hmm. I have and- two <laughs> Yeah. And they're doing really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really plan doing them. I just had an idea and I did it. And then I put it up on my shop and they did really well. It was very low effort. And so the reason, though, why I tapped into doing them is that I was reminiscing with my sister on what we used to do in the summers when we'd go visit family and we only had ourselves to entertain. My mom bought us a huge pack of beads and a jewelry making kit. And so we would make so many bracelets and necklaces and it was so much fun. And like we would play with colors and we would give it away. And it was just like a joyful time. And so I tapped into that when I really, really wanted to connect with my creativity, because for me, being creative is something that I really, really cherish. And out of that, when I tapped into that memory, I was like, well, I can make jewelry. Yeah, I don't have the tools and I don't know how to use the little <laughs> screw things, but I could figure out a way to do something that I really enjoy, that I really yeah. put a lot of effort in and creativity in. And it's going to pay off because regardless, even if I put them up and they didn't sell at all, I would have mm-hmm. beautiful jewelry that I could wear myself. Yeah. So it's really tapping into a memory or a point in our lives where we felt very connected to that part. And that's our femininity and us us witnessing that makes it easier to work with our feminine side because Mm. all she wants to do is be witnessed right Mm. I like that yeah it's like those memories are they're like um like portals or something to your to to connect with that energy again because if you did it one time then you can call it right back to you I like that Mm -hmm. um cool so I actually want to do it with you guys. Let's Ooh, do it. I'm excited. To tap into that. Notes right now. And the listeners can do it too, because it's also going to be a great jumping point for all the other things we're going to talk about throughout the series. How okay. did that 
quick memory. So y'all can just get really comfortable. And before we really start, first we want to witness her femininity and tell her that we are ready to receive any wisdom and knowledge that she is wanting to give us. And we won't push it away, we won't push it down. We understand this is the time to really work on this side of ourselves and we are ready to fully embrace that side. And so we're ready to tap into our most feminine space. We're thinking about one of the characteristics that we want to embody more or one of the characteristics that we really value out of empathy, vulnerability, humility, patience, collaboration, inclusiveness, creativity, being nurturing, embracing ourselves or others, and enhancing our self-worth or others' self-worth. And so we're picking one of those qualities that we want to connect to. It comes quick. And now we're tapping into our feminine space and recognizing where we've seen this quality before. What is the first memory that pops up where we have felt this? And once we tap into that feeling where we felt this quality or this characteristic, we already recognize that we are feminine we're completely connected. We just have to make that intention to connect more often. And so right now we're affirming our feminine energy. And now we're unlocking a memory where we felt the most feminine on our terms. And as you begin recognizing this beautiful traits that you carry so well already, you are making a commitment right now and an intention right now to start incorporating it in your life more. Because this is the bridge that you have found from your divine feminine energy to the work you're supposed to do on this physical earth. And so once you feel like you feel you fully connected with that memory, with that feeling, with that quality, you know that you already did the hard work. And so whenever you're ready to come back, tell your feminine side, thank you. I witness you. I cherish you and you're valuable.
I'm curious what came up for y'all. <laughs> uh, question real quick for you, Nike. What goddess yeah. has red hair? Is there a goddess that has red hair? Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is Aphrodite. Cool. I thought it was Didn't a she come up? Hasn't she come up for you before? Maybe. I think actually, maybe it's an Artemis that I'm thinking of. Maybe Artemis. Yeah, she's come up. It was just weird because when we first started the um, meditation, I just saw and felt the presence of a goddess so strongly, like hovering over me and she had red hair. And I've never said that or like strongly felt that ever, ever, ever. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just really felt it. I felt like I could even hear her like and it was really loving the feeling she had. But anyway, cool. My uh, thing that I connected to was the one I wanted the, – the aspect I wanted to connect to was actually inclusivity um, because when you were le- reading through the list, it stood out as the one that I actually have like – still have some like wounding around from my childhood and stuff um, of a lot of exclusivity. And realizing that because of that, that makes it harder for me now to – because there's there develop these ideas of like, well, I want to be included. So I don't want – so it's hard for me to include everyone if I feel like I'm going to be excluded because of the – you know what I mean? It's this weird cycle. <laughs> so um, so I went – so the memory that came up for me was actually – I mean, I, I try to go back like a while, but I really couldn't go back to, I mean, the first time that really came up so strong was the first time I went to Burning Man. Like, mm-hmm. and I just felt so, like, it was just like, there's no anything here. Like, everyone can come. Everyone can be a part. People can walk up out of nowhere and just instantly be a part. There's no questions asked. There's no, There's just no social rules like there are in our society and Mm -hmm. the feeling of freedom that that um, afforded me and I felt safe you know then Mm -hmm. to invite and include and 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 all that so that was my experience and felt really 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 nice to connect back to that feeling Mm -hmm. so thank you um my experience was so right when you I kept seeing like bringing everybody together and I just felt like really loving. But then when you said empathy, I was like, that's it, right? And then when you said inclusivity, I was like, that's it. And then I was like going back and forth and I was like, man, just chill, calm down. My brain was on overdrive. Um, but I went for empathy and I tried to, like similar to Alexa, I tried to go back, but what I kept seeing was empathy for my children and like being more empathetic to them. Um, and I was coming up with all of these situations of when I could have been more empathetic because I am I am quicker to yell and then ask questions, mm-hmm. you know, so that's something I need to work on. Um, so then it was interesting because it was almost like watching a movie because as you were talking, you said go into your most feminine and it wasn't empathy, but it was when I was really fit, really fit. And I remember this one moment where I had this dress on and I just felt so pretty. And then it went to the um, Sedona retreat and I had this white dress on and it was like really short, but I, 
I still felt like really feminine and pretty because it was flowy and mm-hmm. it was cold as hell, but it was still like really flowy <laughs> and like a fairy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. Yeah, I'm so glad because it's so interesting hearing the way people connect because I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> we'll see where it goes. It's so different. And even with both of you, your memories were so different. And so that's why we really have to take the time and make that intention to connect with our own femininity than, rather than an idea. Because ideas can give us inspiration, but it's really hard to integrate it in our everyday life if we can't relate to it or we can't mm-hmm. see ourselves as it. And so, yeah, yeah I'm so glad. Like, that was so nice to hear. <laughs> can, can I read some comments from Facebook? Because everybody yeah. did it with us and is chiming in. Um, uh, Sammy said, this just brought back memories already. Um, Brittany said, beautiful. Thank you, sister. Amber said, thank you. Taylor said, thank you. Amber said, beautiful activation. Carissa said, thank you. Uh, Amber said, Ambrosia, I am the same in that area with my kids. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Taylor had a question. She said, how do you let go of perfection when it comes to being creative? I have such a huge block around creativity and perfection slash not being good enough, but I really want to tap into being more creative. Mm, me too, Taylor. Me too. Yeah. I have a difficulty with this when I'm creating earrings, which is so ironic because I choose to use raw crystals that aren't perfect. Yeah. And then I'm trying to find the perfect pair to put together. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what are you doing? You're not going to find the perfect pair. <laughs> they're not made. They're not manufactured. Like <laughs> they literally come from the earth. Um, and honestly, with that, I would say it's practice because you have to you have to allow yourself to make the distinction yourself instead yeah. of thinking about how you want it to be a certain way something eventually clicks where you're like, it's not going to be that certain way. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just practicing doing it. So if you want to be more creative, tapping to, well, where do you want to be more creative with? Okay, so I want to be more creative with earrings. I'm going to put together the wackiest shapes. (laughs) And I'm going to do it regardless of if it's perfectly symmetric or not. And I'm going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so just continuing to do it over and over again, but also being really kind to yourself. Again, like enhance embracing yourself because really there's no perfection in anything that we're going to do. It's kind of like when we're reaching towards the goddesses, like, yeah, goddesses can help us and they we can collaborate with them. And like, it could be inspiring, but we're never going to be Aphrodite. <laughs> Right? <laughs> like it's just impossible. Yeah. And so it, it's yeah, keep go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say and we don't and it wouldn't be any fun if we were if it turned out perfect every time because that's that is creativity. It's like it's unique and it's different and it's not perfect. It's it's something mm-hmm. you created and um and I, and I I love what you just said Nike. It's and I hear actually our friend Ethos in my head saying, um, Ethos was teaching us, uh, teaching me how to um, do tribal markers. Have you seen tribal markers? You know, they're mm-hmm. like the 
paint sticks on the body basically and there's these markings so they were giving me this lesson and uh they they were like teaching me how to do these certain strokes and I was getting frustrated because I was like I wanted it to be perfect but I wasn't saying that and they were like do you like to get things exactly right and I was like Yes, they were like, I can tell you're like one of those people. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't like to do something and have it look bad. Like I want it to look amazing. And they were just like, can I give you some advice? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, just dare to suck for a while, okay? And I was like, okay. And I hear that it's not the most gentle thing to say to yourself, but it's just like, you know, like dare to play. Like Mm -hmm. that's where the creativity happens when you're just kind of messing around and it doesn't have to be any sort of way. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's okay. what I would say. Just practice it and just be playful with it too. Like dare to play exactly. Like when you're playful, it doesn't really matter what the outcome is because you're having fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Taylor says kind of dancing. Yeah. Exactly. Taylor, it's, isn't that interesting with dancing? There is no outcome. It's just, yeah. well, except unless you're on TikTok or something. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Taylor says, oh, I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool. That was so great, Nikki. Thank you so much for that um, meditation, visualization. And activation. Activation. <laughs> All the Asians. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, like that wasn't written down. I just received it basically and I was just, like saying it out loud so yeah <laughs> once you're in like your receiver mode like I was like I can even mess up a word it doesn't really matter though because yeah it's still going to be great so yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. beautiful thank you so much this is so awesome um Nike how can people you're gonna be back every wait w- we can wrap up right are we yeah, yeah okay yeah. Just want to make sure I don't want to cut off your lesson. Um, so Nike is going to be back every Friday of this month. Woohoo! Everybody get excited. So you can look forward to her here. We'll, we record every Thursday. So if you guys want to tune in live, um, you mark your calendars. And uh, Nike, how can people get in touch with you, work with you, buy your awesome crystal earrings, all the things? Yeah, well, like the first way that I love to connect with people is on Facebook. So send me a friend request. It's Nike Oria. Nike, just like the brand or the goddess and Oria, A-U-R-E-A. And my website is also the same name, NikeOria.com, N-I-K-E-A-U-R-E-A. And that's also where I have my shop for my crystals and I do coaching. So if you really like to get intentional and do individual coaching, mm-hmm. I offer a monthly service, which is a three month program, which is where we really integrate it. And I also do one sessions where we're tapping into goddesses and working with goddesses ourselves. And so those are some ways you can find me. And also for the inner bloomers, I have a, uh, visualization and tapping into to offer y'all. I want Ooh, to awesome. offer something every episode um, because this work is really important and just taking that first step to tap in is so important and I commend everyone who is ready to even take that small step into it and so I want to provide something. It's on my site. If you go to shop, it's unblocking our femininity and getting into it and you can use the code inner bloom to get it completely no money down 
for you, downloadable, it's audio. And so I really just wanted to offer that for the inner blue community because I really feel connected to the community and I feel like there's so much divine feminine energy there that is Mm -hmm. just ready to be unblocked and tapped into. So thank you so much, Nike. That's beautiful, what a gift. My pleasure. (laughs) Do you want us to call you Nike or would you like us to call you Miss Oria? No, Nike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Nike. That is so sweet. And uh, community, if you're listening, go go get this thing. This is awesome. Um, yeah. Amber actually just said, I had a download this morning that I'd get a message from Nike. I know what that means now. Thank you for this. I'm excited for the schedule. schedule. For the upcoming, wow. yeah, upcoming episodes. <laughs> Crazy. That's awesome. Um. Beautiful. Nike will put all of those links in the show notes. So you guys listening, you can easily click on the show notes uh, of the episode. Thank you all for watching on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Nike, thank you for being here and sharing this beautiful, pertinent information that we all need right now so much. And um, we're excited to have you back. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for this month. Yay. Yay. All right, everybody. Until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.